Today in Security from Wired. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Today in Security from Wired. Brought to you by Audible. A TrickBot assault shows U.S. military hackers growing reach. Despite the operation's short-term effects, it sets new precedents for the scope of Cyber Command's mission. By Andy Greenberg. For more than two years, General Paul Nakasone has promised that under his leadership, United States Cyber Command would, quote, defend forward, finding adversaries and preemptively disrupting their operations. Now that offensive strategy has taken an unexpected form, an operation designed to disable or take down TrickBot, the world's largest botnet believed to be controlled by Russian cyber criminals. In doing so, Cyber Command set a new, very public and potentially messy precedent for how U.S. hackers will strike out against foreign actors, even those working as non-state criminals. Over the past week, Cyber Command has carried out a campaign to disrupt the TrickBot gang's million-plus collection of computers hijacked with malware. It hacked the botnet's command and control servers to cut off infected machines from TrickBot's owners and even injected junk data into the collection of passwords and financial details that the hackers had stolen from victim machines in an attempt to render the information useless. The operations were first reported by the Washington Post and Krebs on Security. By most measures, those tactics, as well as a subsequent effort to disrupt TrickBot by private companies including Microsoft, ESET, Symantec, and Lumen Technologies, have had little effect on TrickBot's long-term operations. Security researchers say the botnet, which hackers have used to plant ransomware in countless victim networks, including hospitals and medical research facilities, has already recovered. But even despite its limited results, Cyber Command's TrickBot targeting shows the growing reach of U.S. military hackers, say cyber policy observers and former officials. And it represents more than one first, says Jason Healy, a former Bush White House staffer and current cyber conflict researcher at Columbia University. Not only is this the first publicly confirmed case of Cyber Command attacking non-state cyber criminals, albeit ones whose resources have grown to the level that they represent a national security risk, it's actually the first confirmed case in which Cyber Command has attacked another country's hackers to disable them, period. It's certainly precedent-setting, says Healy. 
It's the first public obvious operation to stop someone's cyber capability before it could be used against us to cause even greater harm. Security researchers have observed strange happenings in TrickBot's massive collection of hacked computers for weeks, actions that would only be recently revealed as the work of U.S. Cyber Command. The botnet went largely offline on September 22nd, when, rather than connect back to command and control servers to receive new instructions, computers with TrickBot infections received new configuration files that told them to receive commands instead from an incorrect IP address that cut them off from the botmasters, according to security firm Intel 471. When the hackers recovered from that initial disruption, the same trick was used again just over a week later. Not long after, a group of private tech and security firms led by Microsoft attempted to cut off all connections to TrickBot's U.S.-based command and control servers, using court orders to ask Internet service providers to cease routing traffic to them. But none of those actions have prevented TrickBot from adding new command and control servers, rebuilding its infrastructure within days or even hours of the takedown attempts. Researchers at Intel 471 used their own emulations of the TrickBot malware to track commands sent between the command and control servers and infected computers and found that after each attempt, traffic quickly returned. The short answer is they're completely back up and running, says one researcher working in a group focused on the tech industry takedown efforts who asked not to be identified. We knew this wasn't going to solve the long-term problem. This was more about seeing what could be done via paths XYZ and seeing the response. Even so, Cyber Command's involvement in those operations represents a new kind of targeting for Fort Meade's military hackers. In past operations, Cyber Command has knocked out ISIS communications platforms, wiped servers used by the Kremlin-linked disinformation-focused Internet Research Agency, and disrupted systems used by Iran's Revolutionary Guard to track and target ships. Wired reported this week that under Nakasone, Cyber Command has carried out at least two other hacking campaigns since the fall of 2019 that have yet to be publicly revealed. But in contrast to those asymmetric efforts to disable enemy communication and surveillance systems, Cyber Command's TrickBot attack represents its first known force-on-force -force operation, notes Healy, a cyber attack meant to disable the means for an enemy cyber attack. Despite failing to disrupt TrickBot for long, Cyber Command's first known attempt at that tactic may have been a success, argues Bobby Chesney, a national security-focused law professor at the University of Texas. He sees the operation as a prime example of Nakasone's doctrine of persistent engagement, creating constant disruptions for the enemy designed to deter them or impose costs that weaken their ability to attack. There's lots of ways in which it makes great sense to put the TrickBot operators through their paces repeatedly, says Chesney, both to cause a little bit of rolling blackouts for them and to impose what Cybercom in other contexts has described as one of their goals, which is just to increase friction for adversaries and to make life harder, make them spend their resources on things other than causing trouble directly. But others aren't so sure that Cyber Command is the right arm of the U.S. government to be carrying out attacks on global cybercrime organizations. J. Michael Daniel, the cybersecurity coordinator for the Obama White House, 
argues that setting a precedent that military hackers can be used to disrupt cybercriminals presents potential unintended consequences that deserve to be debated. There are reasons why we don't use the military to do policing functions. The military's job in the physical world is to kill and destroy, says Daniel. The function of the military is not to arrest people or bring them into a system where we use the rule of law to decide if someone's committed a crime. It's to coerce people to do what we want them to do. It's a very different way of looking at the world. You need to think very carefully about whether those tools are the appropriate one for the mission. Daniel points out that if other countries were to carry out similar operations, they might well target compromised systems in the U.S. with potential collateral damage. All of these systems reside in someone's territory, Daniel says. Are we going to be as excited when the Brazilian military carries out some of these operations or the Indian military and they come into U.S. territory? But Columbia's Healy argues that whether Cyber Command's role was warranted depends on exactly what intelligence led to the strike. Both Cyber Command's Nakasone and Microsoft have made public statements hinting that TrickBot represents a threat to the upcoming elections, perhaps that it even could be co-opted by the Kremlin to disrupt election systems. Russian intelligence services have commandeered cybercriminal botnets before, and TrickBot has been rented out to North Korean state hackers in the past. If Cyber Command is working to prevent or preempt a state-sponsored attack, that significantly changes the precedent it's setting. If this is a general-purpose tool rather than, in case of emergency, break glass, then it's definitely Pandora's box, says Healy. But if, as a matter of public policy, we say, we're getting closer to an election, this is a really widespread botnet, and it could be repurposed for Russia because we know that's what they do, and so that's where we're going to use our firepower for things like that, boy, that makes a lot of sense. TrickBot, meanwhile, remains as alive as ever. The botnet is highly resilient, says Intel 471 CEO Mark Arena, due to tricks like using the anonymity software Tor to hide its command and control servers and exploiting the decentralized domain name system EmerDNS to register a backup server on a domain that can move to a different IP address in case of a takedown. As tough as it may be to disable the botnet long-term, Arena says he welcomes Cyber Command to keep trying. This is one of the top-tier cyber criminals, and they're very, very good at what they do. And as it stands today, they're protected, out of reach of Western law enforcement. The best approach would be to arrest them. The second best is to disrupt them, says Arena. Having the U.S. military going after this sort of criminal group is certainly unique, and I hope we see more of it. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at Wired.com security. Want the latest and greatest in the world of audio, but don't want to toggle between multiple apps? Audible has everything you need all in one place. Whatever your day holds, we're right there with you. Listen to On the Clock with Chris Long while you're getting ready in the morning. Or challenge yourself and the way you think about sports by listening to Game Breaker with Keith Olbermann on your next run. With audiobooks, podcasts, and Audible originals, Audible has choices for whatever you're looking for, wherever you are. The new Audible is your playlist for life. Download the Audible app to get started. 
Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite.